The Last Dance. Last Dance. I watched all four episodes last night. Thankfully, they had the first two on before they played the new ones. What'd you think? Um, I loved it. It's so cool. Um, I don't know. I just it's it's awesome. I I grew up a Jordan fan. I was born in the beginning of '96, so it was right in the middle of their second like ring of, run of championships, and I had Bulls posters in my room when I was like one mm-hmm. and two, and yeah, I, I mean I was a Bulls fan. I when I was one, two, I had Bulls posters in my room. Obviously, I didn't go out and purchase those, but my, you know, like my, my dad was a Bulls fan, I guess, and he, you know, he recognized that Jordan was great. I wouldn't say I'm a Jordan diehard because I appreciate LeBron, and um, I think you know that they're two really different basketball players, and I think that both of them are. I I could never pick one, but. I you know it's 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 fun to see stuff that's never been shown before. Yeah, and I thought most of that footage was awesome. Like going mm-hmm. back to the first and second episodes, you just saw the way MJ treats Kraus. <laughs> that's just that's just amazing. You want to do layups with this? Yeah, we'll have to lower the hoop. Yeah, we'll have to lower the rim. <laughs> and the, and then he's in the training cool. room and he goes, "What you in here for? Some diet pills and stuff like that?" Yeah. And it's just like, "Oh my god." Do those pills keep you short? Yeah. Ugh. But no, in the third and fourth episode, so the third episode was pretty much Rodman, and that was awesome. I used um, to call Rodman when I was a baby. Rodman was always funny hair to me. Funny hair. Yeah, that's what my parents would say. He is a, he's a character. I, it's, it's so weird because of how really tame he seemed coming out of college, mm-hmm. and he was almost kind of sculpted into this figure by was it Chuck Daly and the Pistons yeah crazy but I was really surprised at like how intelligent he was like reading balls off of the rim and Isn't you know he, he just said players? he would randomly like during practice or whatever it was just kind of like stand at certain parts of the floor yeah. and just watch how balls come off the rim shoot. He'd like, I'll just rebound for you. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone. Yeah, no, he was like, just fascinated by the way the ball came off yeah. the rim. And he knew that different players had different spin. Like Larry Bird had a certain kind of spin that the ball would come off differently. And Magic Johnson, that's that's some serious, um, you know, perf- honing your craft. Yeah, and how about him kind of creating load management by going to Vegas? <laughs> and it was so funny because MJ, they all, they're all like, if you let him back. go, he's not coming back. Yeah. And then the story about how MJ came up there to his room and Carmen Electra was in there. Yeah. And it, she looks no different than 20 years ago, which is incredible. God bless the plastic surgeons. But um, the whole, that's just crazy. Yeah, if you ever want to question Rodman's value to that team, they sent MJ to Vegas to go get him. Yeah. You know, that's unheard of. Yeah. Well, he he's kind of what kept, and then, and they said that last night, kind of kept him together through the whole Pippen thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was that part where, uh, oh, MJ, it was a pretty tight game. I don't remember what game it was, but uh, Rodman got ejected. Yeah. And Michael was yeah. just pissed. Mm-hmm. And Rodman knew he was pissed. And then I guess 
Him, those two figuring it out was Rodman going to Michael's room and asking for a cigar. Never apologize. That was just their way of getting over it, which... And Mike, Mike knew. Yeah. Yeah. But... It's crazy how someone could be... You know, it's a good thing to show younger guys now. Because Rodman, what? I don't think he ever even averaged more than, like, nine points a game in a season in the NBA. No. Maybe. With the Bulls, it was never that much. He averaged, like, you know, six points a game, seven points a game. And you show... You know, kids think that... You know, a lot of people think that if you don't score, you're not helping your team. Yeah. But that's, you know, A1 exhibit of why rebounding and defense and energy can, you know, really spark a... So important. Run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, a bunch of guys accepting their role, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what Ash was talking about. Exactly. Uh, you know... Later. Phil Jackson took acid. I was going to say, I thought Rodman and Phil Jackson's relationship, I heard a little bit about it, but the dynamic between those two is, is fantastic, too. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, interesting to watch. Phil's kind of a, a free spirit or a, you know. I never knew he coached uh, before being in the NBA, and was it Puerto Rico? He was in Puerto Rico and then coached in, what, the ABA? Yeah. But in Puerto Rico, wasn't there a story of someone cutting a chicken's head off and putting it on the visitor's bench? Yeah, apparently they would they would slaughter chickens and spread the the blood on the chicken on the opposing team's bench. And then the mayor of the town that Phil Jackson was coaching in shot one of the refs in the leg, I think. Yeah, because he was late. Yeah. And then he was his his punishment for shooting the ref was he just couldn't go to the home games for the rest of the year. <laughs> That's amazing. And he goes from that to being in the NBA. That's crazy. That's a heck of a transition. I really love the soundtrack of the whole documentary. I'll have to pay attention to it. I guess I wasn't really... Oh, it's just a bunch of 90s, you know, kind of hip-hop, rap-ish type stuff. But it's really good and and it's pretty much all when they're playing games, you know. So it's kind of like back in the day and all that good stuff. And that, I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, and then they showed the shot against the Cavs in uh, the 89 quarterfinals, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, and I, I never knew that was that year or anything like that. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I really didn't. Not that I never, like, I knew about MJ, obviously, but I never really watched any film or any, like, I never got to watch any games. Mm-hmm. So I really like the documentary in that aspect is, like, you know, yeah. and kind of. I think it's really interesting for these first episodes to kind of hear about how, you know, because he was drafted in 84 and they didn't win their first championship till 91. Mm-hmm. Even, maybe, maybe 92, 91 trying to remember but you know there's so that's what seven seven seasons before they win the championship so kind of seeing what goes into that mm-hmm. um and what how they you know that their their team was forged so i think scotty pippen is one of my favorite players that's just that's an awesome story yeah uh, I, 
Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad boys. Oh, what? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. What? I just say it was a shame that Pippen kind of got swindled almost into taking that deal. Yeah. You know, but in, in in his eyes, in that context, his you know, he two members of his family were living in wheelchairs. He had eleven siblings. Yeah, and, so and I think any anything over a million dollars would probably would have sounded like an absolute steal to him. Yeah, exactly. So, and he's just, yeah, he's just a guy looking out for his family, so you really can't fault him exactly. for it. And then, obviously, we're all going to trash him 20 years later, because why not, you know? Yeah. All right, the bad boys. That was crazy. Yeah. Just the whole aspect of, the, well, the Jordan rules, which I can't remember what they are. But, the crap out of but it was pretty much, don't let him go up with it. Don't and if he keep him on the ground if he goes up. If he's on the wing, force in the middle, in the corner, force in the middle. But then if he does go off the ground, make clobber his ass pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was listening to Get Up this morning, um, and they were talking about how uh, – or Isaiah Thomas was on there. And he goes, well, he goes, you all you guys want to make him feel good by, you know – lifting like everyone lifts in the off season and all that stuff and isaiah goes high school kids do that all the time he goes it's no different he goes they just had to work harder and you know get stronger like everyone else does in the off season in order to win a championship and they did it yeah. just you know and they were bigger and tougher and stronger than us he goes so i don't know why they're give why we're giving them that much credit for doing stuff you know that people should be doing in the off season anyway should have been doing yeah like, oh my god, we have a weight room. Yeah, and it's just like, wow, you know, like, yeah, wow, Jordan put on weight, you know, everyone does yeah. that. But, and then they also, um, when the Bulls beat the Pistons, um, they didn't shake hands. And then Isaiah goes, well, we didn't shake hands because when we beat Boston, Boston walked off the floor. Yeah. Like, that's a weak ass excuse, blaming Boston. For walking out the floor, and that's why you did it, you know? Yeah. But also, I'm not a big fan of shaking hands at the end of games anyway. Because you you see it way too many times. It's only the Iowa basketball team, it seems like. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, if if a team just kicked my ass, I don't want to shake hands with them. Yeah. Unless it's like at the end of a series, though. You know, like hockey players do it, and they hate each other. And you know, all these teams, yeah. you know, all these sports, they shake hands when they're done after a divisional round or something like that in the playoffs. I get it, but regular season, I don't, I don't think that's a that should. Yeah, Mike Mike said it good. He said that you know he the previous two years when Detroit had beaten them, he he's like I didn't want to shake their hands. I hated them, but yeah. you know that's what I that's what we did. So I had to, you know, I had to do it. I'm a, I'm a Packers fan, and Marcus, you're a Bears fan, so we, I, I wouldn't say either of us had, I don't know, particularly pleasing drafts. I don't mm-hmm. think the Bears was bad. I mean, they added another tight end, and they have 10 yeah. now. But, yeah, but the ones that they had on their roster previously. Yeah, I know. All these people that are barking at me, like, oh, the Bears got 10 tight ends. It's like, okay, well. Eight of those are practice squad guys. Could you could you spare us a couple? Yeah, I I couldn't even name them to be honest with you. I don't even know the guy's name, but he's from Notre Dame. Pretty big body, you know, big big frame. He's a 
impressed in the pre-draft stuff. I think he shot up a lot of boards. Yeah. And then, other than that, they got a ton of cornerbacks and a ton of uh, tackles. Okay. No one really – I mean, as you can tell, I'm not really – I'm a Bears fan, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about football, but I do think the dumbest thing is like draft grades. Why are we giving out draft grades? How can you grade them right now? Yeah. Although if the Bears do have a good grade, I'm like, let's go. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's whatever benefits us. Yeah. But, uh, the Packers drafted Uh like the Packers again and. Didn't draft a skill player in the first round, but instead they traded up to get Jordan Love. I the, the late I, I I was so heated when they picked him. The, they could have taken a middle linebacker. We don't have we have, I don't, we really don't have a middle linebacker, and I think Queen went to the Ravens like two picks after us. Mm-hmm. He would have been a nice pickup. Granted, the, you know the the, the top end wide receivers were gone, but there were you know there were still options. But even I'm why didn't we take one in round two? Yeah, we took a running back who had 900 carries in college, and our running back this past year just led the NFL in touchdowns. And so it, it, it was almost kind of a us kicking it in and saying we're going to completely change our system. We're just going to go to like a run heavy with a PA, you know. And then the thing is drafting the running back in the second round and then that whatever the heck the dude was in the third round, I think he was listed as a tight end, but they want him to play fullback. Oh, nice. Both of of those guys would have been available, I think. You could have taken that same running back that we took in the second round. He most likely would have been there in the third round. And then the, the, the tight end guy that we took... He probably would have, he probably would have been there in the sixth or seventh round to take him too. So why couldn't we have taken a wide receiver <laughs> in the third round or the second round? So I don't know. I. It's I, crazy I, that they haven't drafted a skill player in the first round since Rodgers has been the quarterback. Yeah, what? what That's alarming to me. It's a, it was a glaring weakness this year. We, I mean, we signed Funchess, but he can't sit, stay healthy, mm-hmm. and. Even with Funches, we still don't have a slot guy. We really miss Randall Cobb. Um, so I, I don't know. We, we'll see. I, and it's not like – it was like we didn't really – I don't feel like we gained a lot offensively and we really didn't draft defensively. So And our defense was okay this year, but it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just really didn't feel like either of the – either sides of the ball made any thing, anything that was going to help us in the, in the immediate future. And it was almost saying like, okay, Aaron, we're not going to help you win a Super Bowl this year or next year. So, you know, what's Aaron's incentive to play for us right now? Yeah. It's us saying that we're going to, we're going to build for three years from now. So. And then uh, the front office expects him when he has press conferences or he comes out with, you know, something or yeah. he talks to somebody Oh yeah, I'm pleased with the draft we had. I'm glad, you know. Yeah, I'm glad. And then with if he the... says anything negative about it, and Aaron's the kind of guy who's like, "Oh, he's a dick," and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that Aaron's uh, a superstar person. Like he's an amazing like um, teammate and everything like that. He's a winner. He's, you know, he he's not the nicest guy, but I think that 
anything he he says I don't think anyone could fault him for him not being pleased with this draft. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, yeah. I don't know. That's all I have to say. Did you see Cliff Kingsbury's house? That's a, oh, that's a pad. That's wow. A pad. Yeah. You only see those type of houses in movies. Yeah. I, I'm assuming he's living in the Phoenix area. I, maybe that's – I don't think it's – I don't know. And, and his furniture looked great, and it's just you know the shoes just fit the whole aroma. In the backyard too. Yeah, and it's just you know the nice little propane fireplace, and you know, very nice house. Just well put together. Yeah. Did he decorated that, or did he hire a decorator? I don't know. He seems like he seems like yeah. that would be his taste. He seems like a white, you know, white furniture. Clean. Yeah, Clean. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Who other? Who else? Oh, I thought Goodell Goodell won the draft in terms of, you know, he. I just I just feel like everyone loved him as the commissioner for three days. You know, <laughs> just chilling in chilling in his basement, sitting down, and he. Did you always notice that before the pick was in, or before he announced the pick, he would, like, cheer, tell people to cheer on his TV, which, like, I don't think they can see you. I don't think it was live. No, it wasn't. And he, whoa, let's go. And it's like, dude, they're not even, yeah. Yeah, let me hear you. Okay. Uh Interesting basement for Goodell, too. Like, Yeah, I think it'd be a little bigger, a little more wide open, I would think. Doesn't he make like thirty million a year? Or I don't That's, know if he makes that much. He makes a crap ton of money. He makes a yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see the fundraiser he's doing? Mm-hmm. We should talk about this for a second. So he's give he's uh it's a charity event. They're giving it to somebody. Yeah. I think it's COVID nineteen relief. Um, so oh, it's yeah, I did okay. Yeah, two tickets or two tickets to any game, and then he can bring. Or someone, whoever wins it, can bring a friend and they watch um, a Monday night game in Goodell's basement. And Portnoy yeah. put fifty thousand down. He goes, "I will go in fifty thousand increments, and I will go. You know, I will spend seven figures. Million. Yeah, and f- yeah, just crazy." Didn't they, they like didn't accept his bids though? Didn't they? Is that did they accept? They didn't accept them. I don't know if they did. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you should. Whoever wins it, if someone wins it, then Portnoy should like buy that extra ticket off of them. Yeah, that would be hilarious. That would be interesting. Any dra- Any more draft tidbits? Um, not that I can think of. We're not surprised at where any Iowa guys went at all. For the most part, um, I'm a little surprised that Epineza slide slid as low as he did. I don't think he impressed a lot of people in the pre-draft stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised Ojemudia. I think that's how I pronounce it. Got drafted before Gino. Yeah, he went higher than I thought, and then Stone fell further than I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Stanley. Yeah. Um, good for him. Not bad. Talked about that a little bit. Um, who else? And then there's always two or three guys that get 
signed as undrafted free agents. Yeah, Christian Welch did their linebacker. I think he got signed to the Ravens. And I'm not sure. Oh, uh, tight end Nate Weeding is with the Browns now. So, grown hmm. up. Yep. Dog pound. All right, top, All right. F- top five, and we'll send her home. But yeah, I got lunch to eat. Me too. Which rolls us right into our top five. It does. Today's top five. Top five lunches, baby. Now, only top five lunches that you can make at home. No delivery, no takeout, you know, none of that fast food. Top five lunches you eat at home. Uh, I'll start us off with number five. So you're going to realize that my side is is the same. The entree is different, but the side is always pretty much the same. Okay. Okay. Number five is a ham and Swiss sandwich on white bread. Love it. Uh, with a little butter and some Lay's potato chips. Great. I mean, it's just cool. nice and simple. Takes two yeah. minutes. Yeah. You know, cut it up. How do you cut up your sandwiches? Let's get into that. I'm. Are you a down the middle or diagonal or four? I'm. I'm. I'm diagonal. Diagonal. If you cut your sandwich any other way other than diagonal, you kill puppies. Okay. You know? There we go. That's, I agree with you. No- there's one right way to cut a sandwich. Okay, good. All right. We both agree. I'll stick with our trend. I've, I've had a sandwich too, um, but I like to, I just throw a pan, heat it up on the stove, butter the outside, grill it real quick. Like a kind of like a grilled cheese, but I'll throw like a turkey, ham, whatever okay. kind of meat I've got in there. Okay. Grill it. It's, you know. It's, it's really good. That's actually, that's actually what I'm having today. Perfect. Some uh, smoked turkey with some... Colby Jack, yeah, and I some lettuce that. and Huge some mayo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good uh, pick. All uh, right, number four. My number four is a little unconventional, but uh, every Friday at school when they have it, I'm a sucker for it. And I may, I've made it quite a – well, we've made it a little bit at home. Uh, walking tacos. Oh. Big walking taco guy, man. Great choice. Oh, yeah. it's just so good. And, and – mm-hmm. I don't feel bad having like two or three bowls. I, I'm a bowl guy. I don't like the bag. Okay. That makes it a little tougher. You know? Yeah, you know. If and you're at home, if you're at home, there's no reason not to throw it in the bowl. Yeah. You know, I think the bag is for versatility, moving around. Yeah, true. But yeah, go with some uh, walking tacos there. Now, okay. how do you decorate your walking taco? Oh, um, cheese. I like lettuce. Salsa, but I'm not a huge chunky salsa guy. I like it. Same, dude. Yeah, I, Same. I don't like the huge chunks in there. I've got stuff that I get the salsa that we buy at the store that I it's perfect. So we get the Cheryl's. Um, Cheryl's is great too. This is I think mine's like it's Margaritaville or something like that. Oh it's yeah, good that's too. good. Good stuff. Um, I like sour cream. I don't know. Are you a sour cream no. guy? No, Manny loves it. She. Spoonfuls, and I just really, I just I, don't not, like it. Not a ton, but I like some queso if they have it. But you know, not everyone's got queso. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't beat Cheryl's queso at home, too. Yeah, that I got that in the fridge. Yeah, gotta have it. Not cheap though. Oh uh, no, seven dollars no. actually, which uh-huh. is yeah. highly Everyone expensive. Everyone it's worth it. But oh well. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else you put on yours? Uh... I, I'm pretty simple. I'm mm-hmm. meat, cheese, lettuce. Uh, I like the Taco Bell hot sauce, so I buy oh, that at Hy-Vee. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'll put that yeah. down, and then yeah, uh, maybe a few few uh, jalapenos. Okay, yeah. You really can't go wrong. No, you can't. Um, you can you can spice it up however you want. Yeah. Um, okay, my number. I I'm pretty boring for lunch, and a lot of times I don't have a ton of time. So my number four is I got you know we're just talking frozen chicken tenders in the air fryer Ooh. with some with some Ken's honey mustard. Not a big honey mustard guy unless it's from Irish Democrat. Oh, local yeah, business plug right that. there. Best, yep. best honey mustard. Only honey mustard I'll eat. Cheese wontons with the honey mustard is, if you go there and don't get that, that's like, I don't know, that's like going to, I don't know. I, I don't know, I don't know what the comparison is, but you got, <laughs> if you go there, you got to get it. Yeah, exactly. It's a uh, have, have to have item. Have to have. I've never uh, heard that before in my staple. life. Yeah. But you, you have to have it every time you go. Number three with me, um, this is a classic, and you can't you can't beat it. You've never had a bad one in your life, a PB and J. Oh, love them! You know what I mean. I've been I've been really I've been eating them a lot. I eat them for breakfast a lot too. Especially now when you buy bread, you have to get rid of it. Exactly. And you can yeah. just I could slam two or three of those, you know, at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, again with uh, Lay's potato chips. Always. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, do you ever get like, for a side, are you a, a frozen, like a bag of tater tots or french fries guy? Yeah. Um, we like to, I'll throw those in the air fryer and cook them up real quick with a, a lunch. Uh, we don't have an air fryer quite yet. It's, a good it's on the registry though. It's on the registry. Okay. So if this Maybe wedding goes to, that'd be lovely. There Maddie's parents had one and it's awesome, but we, we yeah. actually, I don't like I mean, I'm kind of picky. I like uh-huh. uh, frying the frozen French fries, so we'll just okay. put some oil in a pan and we'll fry them. And we'll just yeah, do it that that's way, good too. Mm-hmm. or we'll just yeah. cut up a potato and make fries that way, which are really oh, good, but it just takes that's forever. It takes a long time. Yeah, but yeah, I, I it's usually Lay's potato chips, old Dutch potato chips, or fries. There you go. For okay. the most part. Cool. All right. This is, um, I'm going to go, I just love a good frozen pizza, and I can kill one by myself. So, like, I burned out on the Jack's frozen pizza. You knew Mary Kay always had the Jack's Oh, Mary Kay had, it was rising crust bacon cheeseburger. That's what it was. The rising crust is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you got to be really hungry to, to, to down a, a rising crust on your own. The thin crusts are easy. That's like a snack. I feel so yeah. fat. I try. I try my best not to eat frozen pizza for lunch because I know I'll eat it all, and I hate oh, the yeah. feeling mm-hmm. of eating a whole pizza. No shame. No shame in that. <laughs> frozen pizza. So, what's your favorite frozen pizza? Favorite brand or favorite uh, okay. topping? You know. So I mean, I love. I'm a. I'm a. You know, Jack's guy. You really can't go wrong with that, and they're cheap. Um, so, like, as a college student, those are great. Lately, we've been doing the DiGiorno's more. Okay. Um, I think you can get, like, you can get them for, like, five bucks at hy The rising crust, like, the three-meat rising crust for five bucks. And that's, you know, that's a thicker crust. So, that's definitely good for two people. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. I like their uh, thick crust. Their uh, cheesy, yeah. you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Stuffed crust. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. But they have the individual ones at IV. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. get a frozen pizza, but I'll get the individual, or not, but I won't get a big Jack's one. I'll get the individual uh, DiGiorno stuffed go. crust so I get some of the cheese, you know, like it's like one bite of slice. Uh-huh. Pretty, nice. pretty handy. Cool. Number two. Maddie, and by the way, Maddie makes most of these. I, I, I make okay. I make the sandwiches otherwise, you know. <laughs> but uh, she makes a really good turkey wrap with, oh. uh, yeah, some lettuce, some mayonnaise, stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's phenomenal. What, um, kind of, uh, what kind of tortillas do you use for that? Just high V tortillas. Yeah. Do you get like the big burrito ones? Or? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I've got some of those right now. Maybe I'll have to whip together a, a wrap Ooh, here soon. It, was they're really good they're really mm-hmm. good and that'll be with uh all of that with some fruit and yeah. some glazed potato chips there you go i like we got you know we've been getting strawberries lately we bought some pineapple and watermelon so i'm i love all those there you go can't go wrong with an apple either no mm-hmm. all right my number two some good old mac and cheese i i'm assuming craft mac and cheese that's the easiest I'll, I can, I'll do homemade mac and cheese every once in a while, but that, that's a process. That's more of like a dinner thing. Yeah. And then when I do that, I like to like oven bake it with some breadcrumbs on the top. Oh, there you but, go. Mm-hmm. Maddie found the new recipe and it's like milk or actually Susie, uh, Susie Guider. Shout out Susie okay. at Honey Trainer at Jefferson. Uh, she sent me a Cajun chicken mac and mm-hmm. cheese recipe. And we didn't really yeah. do the chicken because we didn't have it, but we're like, well, we can try the mac and cheese. Yeah. And it's like 16 ounce. The, the trick, uh, the trick is, uh, what's it called? Oh shoot, cream, the whipping cream. Heavy whipping cream. I yes. buy that a lot. Yeah. yeah, 16 ounces of that with some milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Half a block of Velveeta, I think. Fuck. Freaking good, you know. Really good. Really good. Pardon the French. Yeah. Uh, so number one. Yep. Oh, okay. This is this is perfect, and this is about every day in the summer when I come home from the golf course. Uh-huh. Uh, I love firing up the grill, and I love grilling hot dogs. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, specifically, High uh-huh. V in the meat department sells Las Vegas dogs, Ooh. and they're they're thick. I don't want to sound, you know, hot dogs, but I mean, they're, you know, good dogs. And so I'll have about two of those with some uh, potato salad and lace chips. Love it. So, I mean, I'm a pretty simple guy, but Mm -hmm. that was just, you know, you can't go wrong. Like we said last week, you can't go wrong with the grilled hot dog. You really can't. I live in an apartment right now. We don't have a grill. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're moving into a place with a backyard, and July 1st, we're moving in, and that is the number one thing I'm looking forward to, is getting a grill and being able to grill out all the time. I think Marley agrees with me. Um, That is just, it's, we're really excited for that. Nothing better than firing up the grill, you know, sitting outside and just enjoying the day. And it's going to be summertime when we move in, so it's going to be... It's going to be perfect. We're going to be out there all the time. Fenced in yard, too, for the dogs. So Perfect. Yeah, we're. Yep. I want to get out, not get out of here, but mm-hmm. 
we especially if we're gonna get another dog, we gotta Yeah. We gotta get a yard. Yeah. Okay, my number one, kind of along the lines of your walking taco, but so this is kind of contingent upon what you had for dinner previously. But so say you whip up some tacos, so you got leftover taco meat, and I love whipping together just a huge plate of nachos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, and I'll throw, I mean, it kind of all depends on what I've got on there, but you know, I got the taco meat, love throwing some queso on top there, shredded cheese, sour cream, um, like Taco Bell, the, you know, taco sauce. Yeah. Uh, we'll get some chipotle sauce every once in a while, salsa, anything on there. You can also, if you don't have tortilla chips, if you've got tater tots, throw like nachos. Yeah. That's really good too. So that's, I think that's a great like second day um, lunch. See, I like my uh, leftover lunch or breakfast. Mm -hmm. I like, uh, so if we like, sometimes when we have baked potatoes, Mm -hmm. I'll make uh, an extra potato or two. And then in the morning, I'll chop it up and then I'll make like skillets. Oh, I and love the potatoes are really, really good. Yep. And then, like Maddie's uh, dad made brisket yesterday. Oh. And so we have some leftovers. We'll probably mm-hmm. make some brisket nachos. There you go. And it's, that sounds good. you know, some barbecue sauce, some cheese. That sounds primo. Um, it's good. Reunion Brewery, which is down here in Coralville, does one of their, their pizzas. Is It's a taco pizza, but instead of, like, ground taco meat, it's like a brisket taco pizza, Ooh. and it is one of the it's one of the better things. I'm, and I'm not a huge taco pizza person, but that is phenomenal. Sounds so good. If, if you're ever at Reunion Brewery, their taco pizza is second to none. There you go. Yep. Any more local plugs? I got one. Look, I even got the shirt on. Roscoe's. I, I almost wore mine today, but I had already slapped on a pair of gray shorts, and I couldn't go with the grout. Oh, no, I can't either, or else someone in the, someone else in the house, like, shuns me and yells at me. Hey, at least no one, you know, there's only one person yelling at you. You're not going to get hounded for wearing it outside, because, you know. That's true. Mm-hmm. All okay. right, Jake. Well, 